It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. There's no way I'm ever going to be like, sure, pay me in crypto. Because to me, it's like, well, yeah, just pay me in smiles and hope. Like, I don't, I don't know what any of that means. Can I pay my mortgage with any of those things? Uh, let's talk crypto. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we are going to talk about it. What did it say? Wednesday? Sweet. Here we go. Welcome to the latest and uh, probably greatest edition of What Did I Miss? The podcast that we've done so far. Because today I get to be joined by my friend, my dear friend, Amin Hassan who I have missed dearly, sir. And I'm actually being genuine right now. I feel like anytime we talk, it's all sarcasm, but I do miss you. And I just yeah. want to start by saying that. <laughs> I, I want to start by saying about time. I know. I'm, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, seeing clips. I'm like, okay, well, maybe my invite is, I know. you know. Well, I just wanted you, lost. I wanted to humble you a bit. I wanted you to feel insecure, <laughs> like I hated you. And then bam. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I, it's kind of funny because when you're trying to figure out who to have on a podcast, I I just think like, well, everyone I know is cool. Let's talk to all of them. But I don't, like, this is all weird to me and new. So we're going to figure yeah. it out. Maybe. No, I mean, it, it definitely <laughs> lets me know where I stand in the hierarchy. Somehow, Zach Harper is on a full couple of weeks before I am. Well, yeah, you know, I think, yeah, I don't know why. That's a great point. I'm a, I am sorry for that. Accept my apologies. But now you're here, and it's perfect yeah. timing because we're going to talk uh, a little bit NBA, the, the sport that never stops ever, even on the offseason. It's the most interesting sport. And we got Clay Thompson back. And I say we because I, oddly enough, also reacted positively towards it. Um, I was trying to find out if we had anyone that was negative. I still haven't really seen anyone have anything negative to say about Clay. But what I want to talk about specifically is he comes back and immediately announces he's going to get paid in crypto. Maybe not all, but he gets what, 37 mil this year or something like that? Some, some crazy number like that. I don't know how much. Somewhere. And what I have found now, and this might be just laughable to anybody listening who's a genius when it comes to all things new and great. I have tried. I am not a stupid person. My IQ is decent. I'm fairly intelligent. I cannot wrap my head around what does that mean to be paid in crypto? What do you have? What shows up? What goes to a bank account? What do you give your agent? What does this mean? Yeah. Do you get it? I get a little bit until someone asks me if I'm in it and then I'm like, no. <laughs> I like I I'm like this weird kind of, uh, you know, it's like when your your father is taking your mother on a trip somewhere and he's <laughs> never been there either, but she's asking all these questions and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so basically, so first of all, I don't think he can get his salary in crypto. That's the one thing I do know because Spencer Dinwiddie tried this a couple of years ago. Right. And the league basically said it's like cap circumvention. So basically he has to get paid in dollars and if he wants to come then convert it to crypto on the back end, that's his prerogative. Now, and is so there like a, a okay. service fee involved doing it that way? I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. But um, the, the, yeah, the, the, the basic concept is it's just like another currency. It's like saying I want my salary in pound sterling, right? Um, right, except for I can uh, see pound sterling. I can get yeah. it. Well, I mean, some would argue that you can't see your money right now. Right. But I can touch it. 
Can you? If I wanted to, I can liquidate. Like, I can go and get it. I can make a stacks of dollar bills and jump in them and be like, yay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what McDuck, you're doing. With you, this. Can, you can do that. <laughs> but the reality I've done is. This. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big house she has, ladies and gentlemen. I've been there. But, uh, it, you know, the reality is, yeah, I guess on one hand, I mean, I barely use cash. I use cash when I'm like yeah. tipping or if I'm in Vegas or something like that. But for the most part, my day to day life, everything I'm swiping a card or Apple paying or whatever. So if you're going to do that, then crypto isn't that much different from regular money. The difference is it's like having all your money in euros. But as we know, the exchange rate changes every day. Sure. So one day, my one euro is like worth a lot of money. And other days, it's not. And so with crypto, it's a lot more, I see, it's a lot more fluctuation. The other thing is, there are so many different kinds. How do I know which one's the one that's going to be around three years from now? Right. It's not like like there's 75 different U.S. dollars. Right. There's the set of U.S. dollars, and we have the different of mounts and then that's it there's not competing right. companies that make u.s dollars and and even if they're i mean again so they're canadian dollars right when i was growing up the american dollar is stronger than canadian dollar oh yeah now it's flip-flop but you know imagine if canada ceased to exist three years from now right what would the, what would the value of a canadian dollar be Nothing, right? Because right. there's no one backing it. So when I look at these crypto companies, I'm like, okay, that's cool, but how do I know you're going to be around? You don't. And people kind of have like this trust, like, oh, this shit will be here forever. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel. I know the dollar is going to be around. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I assume, sure. I, I mean, that's true. Good I point. assume, but I also can still go look at my dollars. Like, I, I yes, <laughs> I, I worry. This is such a selfish conversation, by the way, that we're having because I worry more than anything. See my money? Well, no, because I, I look. There's no way I'm ever going to be like, sure, pay me in crypto. Because to me, it's like, well, yeah, just pay me in smiles and hope. Like I don't, I don't know what any of that means. Can I pay my mortgage with any of those things? Mm. I worry that this is that official turn for me, that I have just decided that my brain no longer is willing and able to learn anything else, and that I have just become content with like, well, I don't get it. NFTs and crypto, don't get it. I think there are things that we all keep learning throughout life. And then there are things, what you're (laughs) describing, when you just look at it like, yeah, that's beyond me. Like NFTs, crypto, Slack. What was the one that Q said before we came on? Distort or Discord. Discord, Discord. (laughs) Like I like and when people talk about it, I'm like, yeah, OK, not not for me. And maybe I'm going to be broke in the future or left behind in the future. Yeah. But I'm OK with it. Much like my parents are OK with just Facebook. Right. My my Ooh, parents don't one. know about aren't really on Twitter or Instagram or, or God forbid, TikTok or anything like my that. My God, I wish so, they were. I wish they were. <laughs> but you know, the idea is that like Facebook to them is like that's the outer limit of their <laughs> grasp of social media. And that's okay. fine for them. They don't feel like they're missing anything. Right. You're they're right. Not, they know the other things exist. They've heard of them. Yes. But they're good without ever having to step foot into that world. That's okay, where we that. are. By the way, if I have to follow Zach Harper's dad on Instagram, then your parents need to get on TikTok. No, that's all right. That's all right. That'll be fine. I, I have a problem. I have a problem that Zach's parents, Zach's mom listens to our podcast. In a of phone. course she does. It's filthy, Michelle. It yeah, is but a that's her filthy, little boy. I know, but it's, I mean, I don't, I'm, thankfully, I never think about it when we're recording. Right. Well, no. if, if I did, I would feel really, I ask all types of 
awful question, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, but look, look at this way. My mom used to watch every single episode of anything I've ever done. Now, really? between the language barrier, the fact that she's becoming harder and harder of hearing, and just the fundamental zero knowledge, really, of sports in general, she had no idea what I was, or even when I did entertainment, she had no idea what I was talking about if she caught any of the words anyways, but she Zero still, she watched all of, of it. sports or and entertainment is, a, yeah. is quite the Venn diagram. She's like, I watched your show today. I'm like, and? She goes, I have no idea what anything anyone was talking about. I was yeah. like, well, that's about right. That's <laughs> I'm glad you watched, who, Paul. Thanks so much. Who is this uh, <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt you speak of? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that, forget it. Like, she doesn't even know the big ones. We're talking like, I mean, Clooney, like, yes, but that might be it. That... Might be speaking of wow, did we just segui into like kind of a celebrity? Because Ben Simmons, a I'd forgotten a little bit about since the mm-hmm. season officially has started and it's no longer first topic of conversation. B mm-hmm. allegedly got engaged over the Christmas break. Did, did you he? not see this? No, hold on, Ben Simmons engaged. I'm to my, I don't know if talking. I ever say her name right. She's a British uh, television host, Maya Gemma. She used, and the reason I know who she is is because she used to date Stormzy, the rapper, oh, for four I know years. Who is, yeah. And I'm obsessed with Stormzy. By the so, way, yeah. UK musical acts is also their NFT land for me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I kind of, I've heard, I don't know too much. Stormzy's one I've heard, though. Yeah, Stormzy's big time. I mean, when you go over there, he's everywhere. I mean, he was sitting front and center at Adele's big mm-hmm. show. And yeah, so I guess they got engaged. The ring, as you can imagine, is not small. Yeah. But. That's not why we're going to talk about him, although I would love to talk about it forever because they're like 12 years old, both of them, and I don't think anyone should get married that young. However, is he going to play this year? Because now we have all the talks. They're starting up again. Trade deadline's about a month away. Talking about Tobias Harris going to be packed. First of all, we went from who's going to take Ben Simmons to now we're going to do a package deal? Mm-hmm. How? So th- this is this is interesting, right? Because the uh, allegations were that Darren Moore has a list of 30 guys that he would deem like this. These are my targets across the league. 30 people that are the caliber of player they'd be interested in getting in return for Ben Simmons. Love it. Now, the problem with when you say he's got 30 guys, are these the 30 best players or is he doing a little realism here? Like, well, Steph Curry isn't on the list because clearly they're not trading him to yeah. me, right? So are these the 30 gettables, right? So that kind of changes the math a little bit. At some point, because of some of it is self-sabotage by the team, some of it is Simmons sabotaging himself as well, and a lot of it is just the way leverage works, I'm assuming they're not getting the offers that they thought they were going to get. <laughs> so right. how do you kind of mix it up? So the next step usually is, okay, you can have them, and I'll take your paltry offering from a talent perspective, but now you got to clean my books. And Tobias gotcha. is a good player, but his contract is onerous, to say the least. So <laughs> right. t- take this toxic money off my books, and now we can have a conversation. The problem is, when you combine Tobias and Ben Simmons, you're talking about damn near, wait for it, $69 million in nice. salary. Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then maybe that, and that's why, allegedly, that's why... You know, Daryl Moore wants that to be the one. So you got $69 million and NBA trades, if you don't know, it, it has these dumb rules where you got to match the salary within like a band of roughly 20% or whatever. Which is fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. It, but it, but it, it, it's, it's like a puzzle. So it's like, okay, so how can I, as an, a team interested in getting Ben Simmons, give up not only enough talent that Philly says, okay, that's enough, but also... 
that talent has to add up to enough salary to be within the zone of the $69 million, give or take. And so also remembering that both these teams have 15 roster spots. Right. So I can't send you seven guys for two guys because then they're way over the 15 roster spots and they can't wave a bunch of people That'd to make awful. room for the new people. So it's it's it gets complex and, and convoluted from that standpoint. Wow. Do you think a deal talk. gets do you think we see him play this season at all? If you had to bet. If you had to bet all your cryptocurrency. All my crypto and oh. NFTs. <laughs> would you bet yes? And all, and all my slack too, right? All your slacks. I I w- look, I am probably at what did I say? It's $69 million. I'm at 69% that I don't think he gets traded. Okay. And 31% chance. Because we got a news report this week from Sham Sharani of The Athletic that uh, Atlanta might be interested. We know Atlanta's yeah. GM came out and went on local radio during his like regularly scheduled hit and said, yeah, I think I made a mistake by bringing everybody back. And we may need to <laughs> make some change. Like he just announced this unprovoked un- nobody asked they were just like how's your day going yeah, i think i made a mistake so uh <laughs> we know they're in the market we know their defense is awful so getting better defensively is a is a big deal for them we know john collins from that report is not exactly thrilled with what his role has been so you start to say wait a second philly doesn't want to buy his harris anymore that leaves an opening at the four john collins is 22 23 years old he's on a reasonable deal he kind of has a game that fits alongside what Embiid does okay how much more crap do we need to add to John Collins to be you know part of this deal so that we get Simmons and uh Harris back and you and so now you've got like this team that's all six nine dudes and Trey Young for Atlanta (laughs) but you know at that Probably would be a step up over what they are right now. And Atlanta Airport, great airport, straight flights to London uh, for his maybe soon to be wife. So you got to think about things like that. Do you think she's? You think she's gonna stay over there, or should she come over here? What does she do for? She's an actress. What does she? No, she's like a television a presenter. Oh, television presenter. And she's stunning. And like you know, mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the plan is. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't give that up. You know, yeah, well, I mean, then you have to, like, it's not like a movie star because, or a TV star where you film and then, like, you have months right. off. This is probably a daily thing, right? She's doing so. I don't know. I like, don't know. Did, did they just not know. see each other? I'm worried about him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm worried about this relationship before it's even started. And I, I don't but know. I just what learned about it. I'm already worried. <laughs> I hope they get counseling before they get married just to, to fix it all out. Trade deadline, by the way, anything else? Anybody else moving? That we can go, wow, I did not see that coming. Or, yeah, this one's obvious and it's been in the making. Uh, Jeremy Grant. Okay. So Detroit, obviously, they're not good. Newsflash. Is that right? Uh, Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And, but uh, on the other hand, they've got young guys who are like, oh, I can see something starting to come together. Kate Cunningham, Sadiq Bey. Uh, so you say to yourself, this guy's older. He's kind of a vet. He can help a team that can win right now. I'm Detroit. I'm not going anywhere. Can I turn him into assets? Can I turn him into more young guys, more picks, so that it's kind of all in the same kind of pace of how we're building? And Jeremy Grant, obviously, he's a a great defensive player. He's shown in Detroit that he's more than just kind of like an offensive afterthought. He can do things too. So there should be 
interest from teams around the league for someone like that. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, there is the Indiana fire sale that we're all waiting to start. Right. But right. It just hasn't because they keep playing well, well enough for them to say, wait a second, but not well enough to actually like move up in the standings, which is a really weird place. Which to is be just a gross gray zone. Like it's not. Yes. You're just the grossest. Stuck. The grossest yeah. of gray zones. Because usually the gray zone is we're good enough to make the playoffs, but we're not good enough to like win around in the right. playoffs. They're like, not okay. even. Their gray zone is lower than that. It's what about it's okay Celtics? Do you blow up the Celtics? I would, but I, I that takes a lot of balls, right? I mean, because it just, yeah. You, you you look at those two guys, you say how how could it not work? But it doesn't, and so it does not work. I mean, I, I I would do something, but I don't know if they're ready to do that quite yet. I think the the next step. I hate to say this, but your guy Ime Udoka, that's the next step in the evolution oh, of I'm not saying right now, I'm just saying in the evolution of what are we gonna do to make this thing work? The next step is new coach. It's not break up the two twenty something year olds who are both all stars. But how right? can that always th- be the next step? At some point, that's not it. Well like, welcome to the NBA. They just don't look like dudes who love look, I obviously am here in San Antonio and I'm obviously a Spurs fan. And even if I wasn't, if I just watched a couple Spurs games, like they genuinely, whatever the record may or may not be, they look like they want to be out there. They look like they enjoy playing basketball with each other. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a different yeah. body language and set of vibes. And I don't understand the Celtics team at all. I would say they had too much too quickly, too much success too quickly for their young NBA minds to be able to handle now where you know you heard Jason Tatum say, my first couple of years we we're going to conference finals every year. I thought that's how this is supposed to be. <laughs> right. Like it, it, it's blowing his mind. That, what do you mean we're not a playoff team? Even though most of the same characters are still here, and the reality is, it's like I, I think they, him and Jalen Brown, are both mean well, but they complicate things the way they play, and they've reached. I, they should have reached a point now where they realize. Oh, I can't do this all on my own. Like I've got to release and let go mm. of the steering wheel a little bit in order for this thing to work. You'd hope that they're, they'll figure it out under email, but again, the life cycle of this NBA teams is the coach is the first one to go. In the same way that people said Sim- Simmons and Embiid can't work, they didn't tra- they didn't break them up. The first thing they did was, okay, you're out of here, uh, Brett Brown. It's ridiculous. And now. Doc Rivers is like, yeah, it doesn't work. And it's like, okay, Still now, doesn't work. now we're ready. Yeah, now we're <laughs> ready to make that move. Yeah, there's like one sacrificial lamb coach, and he has to mm-hmm. go. Yep. Even though everyone with a brain and a set of eyes knows that that's not the issue. And then, yeah, again, I've well, always I said mean, it. Coaching is the worst. You never know because the right coach can come in and like get through to them to play a certain way. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is so great. Can he, though? I, mean, I don't know. Like, if you if you watch the Bulls in like 1989, would you ever believe that Michael Jordan wasn't going to have the ball in his hands every possession, and that he's, he was going to play in an offense that, hey, we're going to th- start throwing the ball to the center, and then we're going to back cut and do all this <laughs> other stuff, and and like Michael's like, okay, I'll do like it, the idea right, that the triangle, in. yeah, like that he bought in to this thing. By the way, that nobody was running in the league. The triangle offense at that point was like, the last time they ran it was like at Kansas State in like 1955 when Tex Winter <laughs> was a young man, right? 
<laughs> and so, like, here comes Phil Jackson, who, by the way, it's not like he's got a long and illustrious career. He was a role player in the NBA, and then he right. was a coach in, like, the CBA. He was co- coaching the Albany Patroons, right? I don't know what a patroon is. I don't even know if it's, a, like, maybe I can't say that anymore in twenty. Right, that's probably not, we're not even allowed to say patroon anymore. Yeah. It's off the list. I'm canceled already. (laughs) Thanks, Bill Jackson. Uh, But so he comes on as an assistant on Doug Collins' staff. Doug Collins is established. Doug Collins is the number one overall pick. Doug Collins is like basketball royalty, pretty much. And they were winning 50 50 games a year, going to the conference finals, but not doing enough. They fire Doug Collins. They make this crazy dude that lights (laughs) incense. And that's the guy that made Michael Jordan. Unlock Michael Jordan into a win. So when we say Great. it'll never work, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe the so next who guy is the next in the Phil door. Jackson? That's what we need. We got to find the next Phil Jackson. Some <laughs> or, young, so, some young up and comer. We got, we got, we got to go to North Dakota or so, somewhere where they're smoking peyote, right? <laughs> There's got to be someone out there that can get through to everyone. I, because I, I don't even know how you make people enjoy basketball. Like not look like you're out there and miserable would be a, a good yeah. step. That would give mm. me hope that there's a turnaround, a potential. Mm-hmm. But like it just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they give a damn or want to be out there or would rather they be give a damn. Else. They just, it, I think they are anguished. And they're anguished because, Michelle, they're 20 and 21. They're 10th in the East. Why yeah. wouldn't they be anguished? I'd be anguished. Yeah. I'm anguished right now. I'm I don't even it. know why I'm anguished. You want to play some superlatives? Take a quick break and do a... It's almost like yearbook stuff. Since we're, since we're already talking about how old we are this whole podcast. Yeah. Let's do some yearbook superlatives when we come back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. I just, uh, I just enlightened Amin to where you can get NBA Jam and more importantly, Buck Hunter, which was Amin and I, that was the game we'd play in New York till about 4 a.m. Yes. To bar down by my apartment. Yes. <sighs> OG. It's the OG game, yeah. buddy. Never give up. That, Still great at it, by bar, the way. Oh, man. What was the name of that bar? It was it like was the that... Tavern something. Yeah. A lot of wood. That's what I remember. Yeah, a lot it of wood. A lot of, a lot of Down wood off on Bedford. the inside. Yep. West Village. What the heck? I forgot. I could see it, too. There were like fights outside all the time. It's like super <laughs> weird, but um, which I loved. Yeah, so we're going to do a little like all-star superlatives, but maybe not necessarily basketball related every time because mm-hmm. gross boring mm-hmm. yeah. and we're going to start with um some of them are a little bit but we'll start with the the sort of easier ones i may or may not agree with you on any of these uh mm-hmm. most likely to be on a new team next year and like a good one don't give me some rando nobody has yeah. heard of <laughs> some rando oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> rob beetle <laughs> <laughs> like who and uh, what now? okay 
Okay, most likely to be on another team. I'm going to say, you know what? Let's have a little fun. Damian Lillard. Really? Yeah. Do you really think that, though? I think he wants to stay. And I think depending on who comes in to be the full-time new chief of basketball operations, they might come to the conclusion that, look, if we want to do this, like the Hmm. best chance we have this is blowing everything up, including trading Dame. And I say this because I know you got to remember the Blazers for the longest time were run by Paul Allen, who like this was his toy. He wanted it to be good. Like the idea of them being bad for for badness sake was (laughs) not on the table for him because he's like, that's my toy. Why ruin my toy? Now that he's passed and it's been bequeathed to his sister, Jody, Jody's kind of like, I don't give a shit. Just don't run it in the ground. Right. So I can see someone coming in, getting that job and sitting down with her and said, look, business wise this is the best long term play for us so i think it's also a it's best case for him because if it does put him in a position to go play for a, a team a contender or even just a simple sort of fresh start it also still allows him to be the guy that said look i wanted to stay here i wanted to you know, stay exactly yeah you don't I have think- to be the bad guy being the bad guy in that he has set himself mm. up in a position now that he can't possibly ask to be traded Mm-hmm. You're just like the biggest villain of all time, which right. is stupid because we all have the right to change our minds. But yeah, it would be the best case for him. And, and maybe we could see him go I, like it just bums me out because every year I want them to be in the conversation and it just can't get over that hump. It's just yeah. there. It's it tough. Bums me out. Well stuff. Uh, most likely this is every year to be snubbed for the all-star game. It's going to be... <laughs> Damian <laughs> uh yeah no well Damian Lillard is really on the on the fence there because yeah there's time s- sometimes the coaches just do this thing where it's like because you guys know this I don't know if listeners know this right like the starters are voted on 50 percent fan vote 25 percent media 25 percent players so it's like right. typically yeah. it's the people who are playing well but then the coaches pick the reserves and so you say to yourself, okay, well, they're really knowledgeable. They're coaching every day. Surely their picks are going to be even more nuanced than the dumb fans or the stupid media <laughs> that don't know what they're doing, right? Yes and no. The problem is the coaches, they have other more important things on their agendas, like winning basketball games sure. and not picking for the glorified pickup game that happens once a year. So literally, <laughs> they just some of them don't even do it. They just hand it to someone else to do. The ones that do do it themselves are like, on the last day when they get the third email saying, look, you need to turn it in. They're like, uh, ah, who's shoot. good? Oh, Damian Lillard, he's pretty good, right? Like, just throw names out there and throw them in. That's how you get some of these guys having 17 all-star appearances. It's like, right. it wasn't really that great that year. It's like because the coaches are just rubber stamping a lot of people at that point. So Dame might be a rubber stamp, but uh, he wouldn't be a snub if he was left out because obviously he hasn't played a whole lot and he's been hurt. Um I think you know what I think. I think Dejounte Murray. I knew you were going to say that. You're right. It would be a snub. <laughs> That's Zach's dark horse pick for an all. Well, hello. If you go by numbers, uh, they're shockingly stat wise. They're in it. But I again don't care about numbers that much. But I just know that he's fun to watch. And without Fred him, Van- they're different. Fred Van Vliet. Oh, that's fair. You think he gets snubbed? They, okay. I think he gets snubbed because he he's been playing amazing, and they're winning. Uh, yeah. They won six in a row or something. Or no, they lost. Did they, they lost last night? They were on six of their last seven. Uh, but they they've been on an uptick. They've moved up from outside of the playoff picture 
to hmm. uh, now they're in the eight seed spot. So I could see Fred Van Vliet. I can also see Andrew Wiggins, who a Ooh. lot of people feel like should be an all-star. He's played really well. It's the best basketball he's ever played. But, but. I can because there's so many great players, obviously, in the West. That was tougher. I can see them. You got two. The Golden State's going to send Curry as a starter. Draymond absolutely is going to be there. The third one is always like, okay, are you killing everybody? Like Atlanta that one year in like 2015 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like that's a tough position for him to be. By the way, Fred Van, like I want him to be a detective. I feel like he has the best Fred detective name in the league, like, like a P.I., P.I., not so yeah. disgraced. He was kicked out of the police department yeah. because... he was one of the best detectives of all time, but he liked yeah. to play a little loose with Did, the rules. And No, actually, he didn't play the game, capital T, capital G. That's right. right. And now he's got so, his own like, thing, and he's the best in the Now he's got his own thing. Is he an alcoholic? <laughs> Obviously, but he's he's trying. Chain, chain loves smoker. the ladies, loves the ladies, yeah. but he's trying. He's falling in love with one, and he doesn't know how to get back on track. Fred Flamsley. <laughs> There you go. Uh, who do we get a wine brand out of next? Everyone's because this is my favorite one, huh? thing guys are doing, by the way, obviously. Is it? Uh, okay, so have you yes. tried Have you tried their wines? No, uh, Yao Ming it, is the like, only wine that I've had, I think, from, which is a legit wine. Um, like Dwayne Wade I have not had. I don't know what CJ's is. Like, is it even a thing yet, or is it just he has the vineyard? I think he has the vineyard. I'm not sure. I know Channing Fry has Fry. A cho- chosen one wines. <laughs> okay, that's funny. That's what they're called. Yeah, and it, he refuses to send me. Like I said, look, I'm an influencer. I can I can bring a lot of <laughs> positive attention, and he just laughs. He thinks I'm kidding every single time. And I said, then he has a, a audacity to ask me, like, "Do you even drink wine?" Wow, okay. that's insulting. I'd be like, what is that supposed to mean? You know, that means I mean he thinks you're just you're tacky and you don't know anything about good wine. That's what he he's thinks saying I, to you. I walk around wearing like dungaree overalls. Yeah, and or you just I drink my... like schnapps. <laughs> you're just schnapps drinkers. What he thinks? What's That's the, what he's saying. When's the last time you had schnapps? When's the <laughs> I last? No, I don't even know if I've had schnapps. If no. it was in a drink, maybe. But I'm just I'm lame. Like uh, truth be told, I, I like wine, occasional cocktail, and that's it. And I'm out. Super easy. Are like we watching? Okay, Boba Fett. Yes. Will any NBA player have a cameo? No. On one of your favorite nerd out shows. Uh, no. Maybe, maybe really? the Lopez. I would, I, I would cast one of the Lopez twins. Robin. Or both. Both. Both As would be what, visual. What, bounty hunters. What would they be? Right. Like if you had two of them, just yeah. Bounty hunt twin bounty hunters maybe. I'm trying to think. I'm see. Here's the thing. I would make them Wookies. That's the problem. Like, oh, it's not bad I would, either. But you know, like that's what I, one of the things I love about these Star Wars TV shows is you hear the voices. You're like, I know who that is, <laughs> and then you look it up. Like, so the droid right now in Bo- Book of Boba Fett is is Matt Berry, who you know from what we do in the shadows and yes. uh, a bunch of other you know really funny TV shows. Uh, Mandalorian, I believe, at the end of season one. Jason Sudeikis was one of the the scout troopers. That's a recognizable right? when, voice. Yep. Yeah. So it's like so. Uh, uh, Horatio Sands is the is the uh, <laughs> the dude in the first scene of episode one who's the bounty, right? Who says, "Oh, I gotta go. Can I use your vac tube?" And you know, like so, they've got all these guys making cameos that I don't think people realize. I, I mean, Nick Nolte was the 
was the Yugna. That's huge. That's huge. So, so yeah, I would say we'll see the Lopez twins. Okay. But I don't think we'll see their faces. I think they'll be. Which is better. That's somehow. perfect, though. That's actually yeah. better. And I do think their voices, if you watch any, like, I think their voices are recognizable enough. Well, they sound like anyways. Wookiees also. Yeah, they do. They sound like goofy, goofy Wookiees. Um, most memeable. At least we know what that means. The Good most word. memeable. Oh, this is easy. <laughs> Lan- Lance Stevenson's back in the league. I'm so happy. The, the, the king is back. The you see that, back. that the night he had his career high in assists, that one assist he had to uh, Sabonis, <laughs> where it wasn't no look. He passed. He looked at him. He passed it, and then he looked away, and then he galloped <laughs> off, and just on an invisible horse. <laughs> God, I'm so happy. That's the that's the silver lining in what is otherwise just a crappy two year span on the universe. <laughs> like he's the we get Lance Stevenson ex- at least. He's the exact opposite of what you were talking about earlier about the Celtics. Like they look miserable <laughs> oh. playing basketball. Like Lance doesn't matter what their record is. No. This dude truly appreciates every moment. As yeah, an and NBA when player. robbing him of not having that chance is just wrong. I'm you so happy. When I saw that, I was like, all right, everything's good in the world, at least for a few more minutes. I changed my all star snub answer to oh. Lance Stevenson. It's Lance Stevenson. <laughs> hey, thing. You want like, the fans to be interested. That's what I'm saying. Like, at some point, we got to r- reserve one all star spot on each team. Yes. Just a fun dude. I that get was the it. year He's we were like, we best. wanted Boban. We're like, put Boban because the crowd, that's what we want. Okay, let me derail your, our conversation for a second. Because earlier Great. you said Clay was like universally beloved. And yes. I have a theory that there are only three universally beloved players in the entire NBA. Wow. Only three. Three's a lot. Okay. One is Damian Lillard. Because if okay. you think about his track record, right? If it were any other star, we were talking about a guy who goes to playoffs eight times and five of those times gets knocked out in the first round. Okay. And then only gets to the conference finals once and gets completely outclassed and embarrassed. They got they 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 got swept by the Pelicans one year in the first round. Uh, they're routinely one of the worst defensive teams. He's not a good defensive player. He talks a lot of trash, but somehow like. everybody loves Damian Lillard. And I'm not questioning it. I love him too, but I'm I'm surprised the kind of the ire that we throw at Chris Paul or that we've thrown at Carmelo Anthony and some of these other stars, Damian Lillard has never caught that. He's still right. kind of the golden child. So he's I mean, you one. know you're like when people don't even rip your music because usually that's the first exactly. thing you can rip. That's like, the people, per- like, people love his music. can't wait. Yep. So number two is Clay. Everybody yep. loves Clay. And Easy. I don't think it was just a Clay Day thing, even before he got hurt. Everybody, yeah. even when everyone hated the Warriors, Clay was kind of exempt from that. Yep. No one ever because he's just a really cool. Like I hated the Warriors, but I never hated Clay. But Clay, no one hates Clay. And then three is Boban. One hundred percent. I'm gonna tell you right now. One of the things that makes me happy, as happy as seeing Lance Stevenson (laughs) jump gallop around on an invisible horse, is Boban getting every last damn commercial. Dude, you know what? Get all of these boring ass athletes out of here. This dude knows how to sell shit. Like, I'm watching TV, like, this wasn't even maybe two weeks ago, and I remember turning around going, I'm sorry, is that the third national commercial Goldfish, that Boban's in? Chime, State Farm. Yeah, like, that's impressive. And, and that, that's it. when I, I, I'm with you on that. When it, when it clicked that those were three completely different mm-hmm. broadcast, like, I'm like, this is, that's, those are, that's big money, first of all. But there are giant superstars in the league that don't have a national commercial. They don't. They don't get that, right? No, like he's they got go their three. entire their entire careers. Yeah. Right? 
what does Clay Thompson have? He's got like a Kaiser Permanente, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and I guess crypto is going to be a thing now, right? That's oh, going to be the one that we're going to see more of. Everyone's in the crypto, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break so I can Google crypto again real quick. And uh, <laughs> we'll come back, come back to wrap it up. <laughs> With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. We're still talking crypto because secretly I'm trying to act like I'm too cool for school and I don't care about it. But also secretly, I'm kind of angry that I don't get it. And maybe I'm missing out on something. Okay, there. Finally, I just oh. admitted my vulnerabilities. Wow. I, I've, <sighs> I've just let go. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, what if boomer. we could be super rich right now if we got it? I, I, I mean. I, That's what I'm worried about. I, I tell myself that I just have to accept that it wasn't meant for me. <laughs> right? Like there are some people. Because you ever like you, you ever look at people. I just like to look at people sometimes. I'm not talking about social media. I'm talking about when I'm out and about. In real life. Okay. I'm driving. I look at like the next car next to me. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you do for a living? How are you affording All this? All the time. And. And it's like 9.30 in the morning. Or should you be at work or something? Well, LA like, is the worst for that too because no, no one goes to work. And the, and the highway's packed all day long and it's 10 and you're like, where? I do that all the time. It's it's like a very old parent thing. Like, where do you think everyone's going right now? I don't know. Oh, like when my mom asked me, I'm like, I don't know, mom. I don't know a single dad, person on this highway. Every like, time, every <laughs> fucking time, time, we're in the car. If there's any sort of traffic, he says, where are these people going? That's his first question. Where are these people going? Um, I've got three more of these bad boys. Okay. Okay. Um, most likely to have a secret TikTok <laughs> or a secret anything at this point. We obviously all know about Kevin Durant's burner account, but secret TikTok. Oh, wait. Uh, this, I'm trying to think there's an NFL player who just got oh, outed. Uh, yeah. God, I'm yes. trying to remember who it was. I love secret accounts. I who love it so it? much. Shit. I'm like, it's going to take me forever to remember, but there's someone in the NFL where it just, it got like, someone did the math like, oh, this is so-and-so. Oh, I feel this like I so know this. Yeah, but oh, no, I'm not going to think of it either. We should just sit here for 20 minutes yeah. in silence trying yeah. to figure it out. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. It's good content. Secret, secret TikTok. Secret TikTok. Yeah, I don't know. Secret TikTok's hard okay. because to do TikTok, you have to see you, right? Like that's the whole point of TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. The videos. I well, guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I like. Do you? I mean, are you on TikTok? No. So TikTok is like the last frontier. Like I've, yeah. I've waded in, and I'm like, okay, I think I figured it out. Not for me to post anything, but just to right. watch. I like watching, but I like watching the ones where like animals that you are a lot larger than you thought they they were. Right? Yeah, I like that. And they, 
Uh, that's what I like. I don't you like that. I'm over? We're going to do the dance. Yes, I'm over the dance. I'm over the lip syncing the same crap. Yeah. Either it's like no. sayings or songs or, oh, this is not what I look like. With this. Shut up. Just somebody do something original, please. Yeah. Just shut up. You, I, you know what I like? Actually, my favorite TikToks, this is pretty gross, the pimple popping. Well, yeah, I'm obsessed with that whole I will genre watch of the life. Blackheads getting yes. scraped out and earwax removal. Yes. Oh my God, when they yeah. get that, the what's it, the Jobson hook or whatever it's called? The one I draw my like my spoon. lines drawn at feet stuff. I don't want to see feet stuff. Yeah, I I I'm tried out. it. You ever I did you too. ever have that? You ever you ever be like, oh, I'm into this, I'm into this. Let me try this. Like, yeah, no. that might be a little much. That was feet me stuff feet. got me. Which is weird because I'm not very like squirmy on any of that kind. Of, but feet, I think feet are gross. Just, there was I felt the pain of the thing underneath. Yeah, my no, there's like one. I, like, no. I don't even want to talk about it because then I start laughing yeah. uncomfortably about it. Because uh, <laughs> then I start thinking about things I saw. Most likely to transition to acting, but actually be good at it. Like almost Bo- to the point Boba. we forget that they were an NBA player. <laughs> you mean like OJ? <laughs> How dare you! I'm just saying, like, OJ was the guy that transitioned to acting to the point where we forgot about... Wasn't good at it. What? Wasn't Nordberg? good at it. Are you kidding me? He was just Nordberg as bad. Well, those was... movies weren't supposed to be great anyways. He played the role. He played the part. Like like Garnett in Uncut Gems was good. No, he was. I mean, he was good because he was playing himself. So. Well, yeah, but that's a... You gotta start somewhere. You gotta... <laughs> You gotta I've seen people somewhere. try to play... Have you seen Gronkowski in those USAA commercials? That's playing himself, and it's awful. Are they awful? Because that's, but that's how he is in real life, though. Like, he's, no, those are like. If you catch him in angry. the wild, a Gronkowski okay, in the wild, it, it talks like he's poorly acting in a TV show. But even those are like, can I get a USA? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna throw something at my TV. I can't. They're so bad. They're so bad. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of who would be great. Uh, Commercials are Boban, good for that. Boban. He was great. I know. And John Wick. And John Wick. And so, like, I think that he, he's he got a future. The problem with him is as a really tall guy, he's going to be typecast <laughs> the same kind of goon role, right? Yeah. Which is okay. There's, like, Bond movies that still have to be made. Like, there's all kinds of roles for him that could be huge. Mm. I'm trying to think who else. Who's Antonio Brown? Don't. We're not even. I can't. No. I can't. I have so many things and none of them are appropriate to say about Kanye and Antonio Brown. Like none of oh, them. Oh, Jesus. That, Somebody that. would label me as mean and I can't live with that. Can I say All Arkham? Right. <laughs> I, I'm like, no, it's not going to end well. Okay. Not going to end well. But as long as it's televised, I guess. Uh, most likely to explain discord to you. It's, it ro- it it's got to be like a rookie, right? Or someone, someone on their rookie scale. Someone I will say ver- that. Have you noticed as we get older and the, the kids coming in the league are younger and they all get it? Like they get social media. They understand quote yeah. unquote content and it's, it's they, weird. They grew up with, I saw a quote from Steph Curry today. He said, when we won our first championship in Golden State, Jordan Poole was 15 years old. That's so weird. Like, I, like you know, like they, they just won it like a couple of years ago. What are yeah, you talking about? Feel. Yeah, but for Jordan Poole, it's like yeah, I grew up watching Steph Curry. Oh God! You know, and so um, to explain Discord, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no one, no one. We're past the point of explanation. No, it's not real. I, I've I've come to the conclusion that Q just made it up. 
Yeah, I'm gonna throwing, Google it. They this is this is the thing. You gotta watch out for this, Michelle. <laughs> you got all these twenty somethings working for you. They'll probably make up shit. Like, watch this, oh, yeah. watch this. Hey, uh, have you been on Nocaxis yet? <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Yeah, Nocaxis. Come on, everyone's on Nocaxis. Uh <laughs> God, this is all we are that person. I used to always be the one in the room doing that to someone else. And now it's gonna be on me. See, I'm not yeah. this whole mortality thing. I'm not feeling it right now. Well, it's not even mortality. It's yeah, just it kind is. of like, it's it's the the idea. No, it's not like are you? Like, We're one step closer to that. One step oh, closer with every one like, of these jokes. If someone told you you're one step closer to that, but also you're still cool and you're up to date on everything, would yeah, you care? You wouldn't well, care. No. You wouldn't care. You'd be like, I'm having fun with my no caxes and my Discord. <laughs> Should we make You'd something like, called no caxes? <laughs> we should i think i think it already exists i think i've just read, looked up a box or something in my room it's uh yeah i mean um i expect you to come on here a lot of times okay. many times many more times right. than zach harper obviously yes um would yes. you like to tell the people where they can find you or if, if you want them to find you at all all right buckle up guys this is gonna <laughs> take a while all right so <clears throat> First of all, for my basketball insights, you can go to SiriusXM NBA Radio. I'm on there three to four times a week. Michelle's a a loyal listener. She will often text me uh, while driving, which I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. Does your car not have voice texting? That's why they're always awful texts. You can't read them. I just thought that was your regular grammar. (laughs) Like she's drunk. (laughs) Usual. 10 a.m. Usual, Michelle. Uh, (laughs) Also, uh, obviously, I am part of metal arc media which is a levitard show so i have frequent appearances over there i can't tell you exactly when but i i can tell you that for the next five weeks or so on thursdays we do a um or on fridays excuse me we do a recap of book of boba fett we Ooh, do I a love kind it. Of Star okay. Wars podcast. It's called Darth Amin's Rule of Two. It appears on the <laughs> Levitard show Mystery Crate. So if you just look for that on Fridays on the Levitard feed, Perfect. you'll find it. So there's that. And then the main one, I guess I would say, or the passion project, is Cinephobe. That's yes. the podcast where me and Zach Harper watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain whether they are accurately poorly rated or maybe they didn't get a I fair love shape. doing that. Love. Cinephobe. Why haven't I ever been been able to talk about that with you guys? Like because I love going to Rotten Tomatoes. You wanted to do a specific movie. I don't know if I should say it, and but like we have to because we're doing themes. Every month is a different theme, right? And it's just been we got to wait until it fits. Now huh. it might fit any one of these several themes that we will do, but it just has to wait. But as soon as it happens, you're coming on. Mm. I live with rotten tomatoes. I, I don't even know why I'm 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 keeping the <laughs> the movie a secret. It's maximum. Yeah, I know. Why overdrive. are you keeping it a secret? It's maximum overdrive. So we <laughs> we, we want to do horror month at some point, and when we do, like, it's only horror it's if you're scared of trucks. But if you're not scared of trucks and you root for trucks, it's a feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a dumb premise. Like it's but, such a dumb, but it's ACDC. It's blood in a diner. It's like, it's everything. It's got clown face. Clown face is terrifying. So let me ask you one last question on my way out. A cinephobe related question. So we're in yeah. Stallone month. That's we awesome. Just, Rock, Rocky Four is this week's episode. I think yep. everyone's going to love that one because it, it's funny how many things you don't notice until you watch it because you're doing a podcast on it. I could see that. But um, the first movie we did this month was Over the Top. 
Ooh. If I asked you, okay, so she's doing the 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 grip with the, the over music. the top grip. Yeah. Mm. But if I asked you what over the top is about, what would you say it's a movie about? It's a movie about a guy who's got his line in life, and he's you know he's an arm wrestling dude, but he's also trying to fix the relationship with his son, played by his real life son, which is awesome. Um, and really, it's you know how does arm wrestling bring two men together? Okay, so with a good soundtrack. I thought I thought it was a movie about arm wrestling. Well, of course you did. Right? Like I thought it was like the arm wrestling version of Bloodsport. Yeah, there's some other like family no. dynamics going on, but it's all about this competition. And no, 90% of this movie is his relationship with the child, yep. with his child. Yep. And uh, let me just say right now, spoiler, go listen to the episode, but Deadbeat Dad yeah, complete totally. dead, complete deadbeat dad who didn't give a shit about the kid said he wrote hundreds of letters to him. He wrote one. He well, wrote it could be one hundreds. letter. There, no, there were hundreds of letters. They were all to the mom. And then there was one <laughs> letter specifically to the kid. And it's just like, wait a second here, man. Like you made it seem like you wrote to him all throughout the years. Well, and instead, like just kind of wrote flash the mom. And spoiler alert: men don't have the best memories. I mean. Okay, men think, think they did a lot of effort on something, and it turns out there was little to zero effort made. Okay, so, so there you that, go. Look, that's effort. <laughs> Ending on that. I, but we celebrate effort. Yeah, we celebrate effort. I wrote hundreds. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna, I will wait because Maximum Overdrive lives here 365. I'll be ready. I mean, I love you. Uh, can't wait to be on Cinephobe. I will bug you guys until my death. That's it for us. Do all the things review, subscribe. Oh, yes. What, yeah. All please. that stuff, right? All that. Yes. We'll see you all Friday. <laughs> <laughs>